everyone, welcome. Please join me as I look upon this one earth and its many paths. As the clock ticks, so do I. These are the ramblings of Bayana Carroll. Hello and good evening. It is, I haven't a clue, haha. It is Saturday, I think. Friday? Who knows anymore? Time stands still. Um, I honestly don't know what today is. Oh my god. Uh, I think it's it's Friday because the trash was collected today. So I'm going to take a quick look at the calendar because I'm not wearing my watch. I have no idea where it is. So today. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah, we don't have a calendar. This is funny. So I'm completely unprepared. Oh my goodness. All right, I found the calendar. Congratulations. So, today is Friday, and it would be March 20th, 2020, I'm guessing. Uh, just based on looking at the calendar, uh, I honestly, you know, it's just a regular calendar, so I'm, I know it's a Friday. Days are, you know... Uh, running in together with this quarantine, fun times, a lot of confusion going on out there. I know, based upon my podcasts and Facebook posts and whatnot, and the reactions that I'm getting to seeing, I'm pissing a lot of people off. I don't know if it's because we're all cranky from being locked away in our houses, or uh, people just... Maybe they don't understand where I'm coming from. Or maybe I'm just an asshole. It could be any of those things. Either way, here I am. 8.15 p.m. on a beautiful Friday. And like I said, the only reason I know it's Friday is because I remembered that the trash and recycling was picked up today. And in my area, that happens to be on a Friday. So, we've narrowed it down to today being Friday. So, I feel another Facebook argument brewing. Uh, probably going to get unfriended by this person soon. That's cool. I just don't... I, I, I'm i just... I don't know. Don't like this cigarette. Hopefully the uh, microphone is picking up. These are new headphones. I broke my old ones or lost my old ones. Or they were stolen. I don't know. They're gone. And this is my first time using my new pair. I had two pair delivered yesterday via Amazon. And uh, it's my first time utilizing them. So hopefully it's picking up the sound. Um, obviously I'll play before I publish. Don't know how long we're going to be tonight. Because I'm kind of feeling like crap. No, I do not have Corona! I do not. And I'm not making light of it. I just, I'm keeping myself sane here. I'm standing outside my house. It's a beautiful night. Uh, you know, uh, looking at the moon, looking at the stars, looking at the quiet around me, and just uh, rambling. I'm going to shake her up one out. So why am I here? Uh, I don't even have a title or a script or anything written out, but just... Uh, I'm just so tired of the finger pointing and the blaming. And the, it's this person's fault. It's that person's fault. Isn't it tiring just finding people to blame? So, <clears throat> a friend of mine, current friend, who knows, they could have unfriended me right now, posted something on Facebook and it had something with, uh, it's basic, I wish this would let me, like, review shit, because I screenshot it so I remember, because we all know Carol has a shitty memory. Okay. Okay. So the post was, quote, when this is over, let's remember that it wasn't the CEOs and billionaires who saved us, it was the janitors, nursery, uh, nurses, grocery, and food workers, end quote. Yeah, before I continue with my response, 
let it be known and let me be clear that I absolutely view the working class as our heroes of the day. But that's not to say that the CEOs and the billionaires can't also be considered heroes. Why do I say that? Because they're paying the salaries of the workers. A company isn't just run by the big boss man in charge, by the CEOs and the CFOs and all those other beautiful acronyms or whatever. It's a collection of people. Every industry relies on the big guy and the little guy. And it's easy to look down on those above us. Whether it be out of jealousy because we want that paycheck, uh, whether it be out of misunderstanding because in our minds, in our eyes, they don't deserve that position, uh, whether we believe it's some type of, you know, oh, well, his father was the president, so when the father died, then he became the president, or he became the CEO, and he didn't really earn it, she didn't really earn it. And we assume that because why? Well, I mean, in every, you know, in all the movies and TV shows and books and stuff like that, it's so easy to make the rich guy, the rich girl, you know, the person with money, the bad guy. And I don't think that that's always the truth. You've heard me talk about the fact that men are more often than not portrayed as either a predator or a bumbling fool. And what did that do? That set up stereotypes that we, myself included, hello bunny. Yes, I'm outside and the bunny is staring at me. Are you coming to listen to the ramblings? Okay, bye-bye bunny. Bye-bye. Anyway. <coughs> no, it's not a corona cough. It's a smoker's cough. Um... Yes, I saw a bunny and I totally lost my train of thought. But where was I? I? It's just so easy to think ill of rich people. There are good rich people out there. There are good, you know, and there are bad poor people. There are people out there that are low income that do bad things. The looters and people that, you know, rob houses and murder people to get that almighty dollar to feed that addiction, whether it be to drugs, alcohol, gambling, etc. And then there's also rich people that are bad, that take advantage of the lower class. And you see that portrayed more often than not, though. It's always the rich guy, always the rich girl, looking down on their employees, treating them like shit. But there are good people out there. I, let's. I don't know if I want to go there. Ugh, I'm debating, debating. Quick internal debate here. While one part of my brain focuses on that debate, I'm going to go back to that post. When this is over, let's remember that it wasn't the CEOs and billionaires who saved us, it was the janitors, nurses, grocery, and food workers. As I said, the second half of that statement, absolutely, the food workers, the nurses, the janitors, the people that are out on the front lines of every different job, absolutely, they are heroes for keeping the world turning. And I don't want to take from, away from that. My question at, to this post was, well, who do you think pays them? Because we seem to forget that, you know... There is, and I'm not that fucking smart guy, you know that, so, but I know what I'm trying to say, but I'm trying to get it across to everybody else, and that's, you know, it, it, it's like, it, much like, you know, we have the food chain, we have the money chain, I don't know what the fuck it's called, so I'm just going to call it the money chain, the bigger people, you know, the higher ups pay the people underneath them, pay the people under them, pay the people under them, da 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 
So <clears throat> my response, like I said, was, well, who do you think pays them? And I think somehow that got lost in translation because my friend then posted, just had to get this off my chest. I made a post about the heroes of all the situation being the working class folks. I had to keep working through this mess. And someone posted the question of who do you think pays them if not CEOs and billionaires? Technically, that's not what I said. I mean, I said, who do you think pays those people? Granted, I did say that. But I didn't. But Okay, anyway. Well, I know who pays them. The people who use their goods and services pay them. That is true. That is true. But like I said, okay, you got a big company. It doesn't even matter what fucking company it is. You got a big building. Let's, all right, we're going we're gonna to dump it down a little bit here because, like I said, I'm not the smartest. So you got a big building and you got a CEO of this company, okay? And like I said, he pays his people. And to run that company, you need to have people working in the quote-unquote trenches, okay? You need janitors to clean up after everybody else. You need these positions. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to take away from that. And don't think I'm some fucking rich person because if I was, hopefully I would still have the same mindset. But, okay, I had a debate with my family tonight on whether or not we should order some KFC because we forgot to take food out of the freezer, okay? We're not rich by any means. Um, uh, I'm getting off topic again, but where was I? So, <clears throat> so that where was I in this thing? So, already read that part. These see, why does it have to go there? I don't just have to get this one off my chest. I made a post about the heroes of the situation being the working class. We already said that the people who use their goods and services pay them. That is a true point. That is a fair point. The people who own the companies do not. Ah, uh, see, that's where I have to disagree with you, buddy. Because they do. If they weren't paying them, then they wouldn't be working there. If I work for... I'm trying to think here. Big company name that everybody knows. If I work for... I don't even know if they're still in the park. I don't, I don't know if they still exist or not. I'm old, folks. All right, if I work for Sears, okay, the comp the CEOs and stuff like that of Sears and the owners of Sears and, you know, blah, 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 they're writing my paychecks. Yes, absolutely, the customers that shop at Sears keep us in business because they're giving the money to the company. But I don't see that money. That money goes to the CEOs and whatnot. I mean, come on. Absolutely, the customer helps. Absolutely, without the customer, we would not have these jobs. But without our bosses who worked and sweat and bleed and, you know, shed tears and everything else to build that company up, to make that company a success, so that way customers knew that they were good people to rely on, good people to shop from. Without them, the companies would never have existed in the first place. So you can't say it's just this certain class of people that keeps the world going because it's not we all keep this world going from the rich to the poor to the middle class everything every single individual on this planet keeps it going and that is an important message for everyone to remember okay all right fuck it i'm going to use my life as an example now all right I'm a secretary slash receptionist. I know it's not, you know, the quote-unquote greatest job out there. But I'm not going to fucking knock it either because, honestly, I absolutely love my job. Yes, there's some stressful times and there's some times I get pissed off at coworkers and whatnot. But I don't think I've ever been actually upset with my boss or, you know, the head people in our office. See? <clears throat> It's funny to me because a lot of my coworkers whine and complain about, you know, their position there. And I have to laugh, and, you know, because I don't see it that way. I don't see a job as a burden. I see, and that's anywhere. I have been, 
the person that, you know, runs the circulars and delivers them door to door for a pizza place. That was my first official job. Uh, I don't even know if she was considered official because I was paying for food. Uh, I was under the technical age where you're allowed to work. I think I was like 13, 14 at the time. And a couple days a week, I would put out the circulars and stuff for the pizza place and deliver them to the, you know, to my neighbors and stuff like that to get business for the pizza shop. And I got paid with like a free pizza for me and my friends and free mozzarella sticks. And for someone like me who absolutely loves food, that was an awesome first job. Okay, my second job, I built bird toys. Yes, you heard that right. I built toys for pet birds, okay? I I was working with leather. I was working with machines. I was cutting wood into different shapes. And then after we cut the wood down, we would have to dye the wood. And then after the, you know, after we dyed the wood and it dried, we'd have to sand out. You know, I was probably before the dyeing. This is a long ass time ago, so... And we'd have to, you know, put the chain through. You'd have to tie those leather into knots and stuff like that to hold the pieces together. And it's it's a complicated process to explain. But I dealt with drill presses and planers and all this fun stuff. And I would get home at the end of the night, you know, my hands covered in calluses. And it was a hard, hard job. And I only did that for maybe a year then I got into some trouble. I'm not going to lie. I got into some trouble. Did some stupid shit as a teenager. Wound up my first secretarial position at a law office. And this is back in 2006, 2007 maybe. Maybe even a little earlier than that. Now, I'm lying. It's probably around 2004 because I was out of high school, but I was still under... I was still under 19. So it was probably like 2003, 2004. I got my first secretarial position. Didn't have a clue what the hell I was doing. Uh, and the attorneys that I worked for at that time, a couple of them were really nice. A couple of them weren't so nice. I don't try to speak ill of the dead, so I don't want to put their names or anything like that out there. Um, at that particular job, I was called stupid. I was called effing retarded. Uh, I mean, any insult you could think of, I had coming at me. I got hit with file folders. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think a week went by that I didn't go home crying from that job. But like I said, it was my first quote unquote real on the books desk job. And I liked it because I was sitting and not, you know, wasn't working with plaintiffs and all that. It wasn't hurting my hands every day, and, you know, people looked at me differently, which kind of ties into how this whole thing started, because um, we look down on laborers, we look down on, and we look, and it's funny, we look down on laborers, but we also look down on the hot, the people higher up, just a lot of stereotypes and a lot of bullshit, so, all right, so, get out of the bird make, bird toy making business, get to being a secretary. It's a cool, fun job. Not really. I hated every second of it uh, with regards to the people that I worked for. Very abusive. Like I said, um, it was a good paycheck. Oh, it was a good paycheck. Then I finally found relief and I started working at another law firm. And I'm kind of skipping over one other job because it was kind of seasonal and it only lasts like a month, so I'm not going to go there. But then I found another law firm, and I fucking love this place. And they they were awesome. And they totally showed me that not all attorneys are the same. They're Not all attorneys are the stereotypical asshole attorneys that will talk down to you and treat you like shit. Um, like my other job that I was talking about. And this place, God, we, we had... We had lunches together, we went out to restaurants together, everyone was friendly and fun, and the work got done, and it was a great atmosphere, and, you know, it, it, I still, if they were still in the city, I would still visit them, I mean, I absolutely love them. Um, yes, I wound up losing that job for medical reasons and whatnot, but, uh, 
I think that they are still all wonderful, amazing people, and I love them, and, you know, I don't say that lightly, so, and then I found this amazing job that I'm at now, and yeah, it's not perfect, believe me, not perfect, but in my mind, I'm not just working for the person that signs my paycheck, he's an awesome guy, by the way, but that's not the only person I work for, in my mind, I'm working for the client. Because the client depends on the attorneys, and the client depends on the support staff of the attorneys to get filings done on time, to get things sent to the court on time, to get things sent to the other side on time, to get them notified of things on time. And I take pride in that. And some of my coworkers kind of like make fun of me for that, and, you know, tell me that I that I quote unquote work too hard. I don't think that's possible. You can't work too hard for your job. But um, you know, they tell me I take my job too seriously that I put too much pressure on myself and you know I feel like if you if you're a valuable employee you have to take some of that responsibility onto yourself uh where was I going with this so before this whole corona thing all right uh like right before Pennsylvania got shut down okay I wanted to still go to work I'm gonna be honest with you um I asked if I could still go in and I was told a big fat no because, you know, I, they, they, I do have a heart condition. And it, you know, I do, going into work via public transportation would have put my health at risk. But at the same time, bills need to be paid. Okay, savings. I want savings. I'm 35 years old and I live with my dad uh, and my fiance. Okay, I would like to, you know, sometime in the near future have my own place. Had a little bit of taste of that. A number of years ago, I was living in a three-bedroom house in South Philly, but you know what? House was beautiful looking on the outside, but on the inside, the people living there, me, and let's just say someone else, it was not a happy environment. So, living with my dad is weird at my age, you know, and it kind of falls under the stereotypical, uh, millennial went back to live with mommy and daddy but you don't know my story you don't know you don't know what I've been through I basically have been in and out of my home since the age of say 16 moved out of my grandparents I lived with my grandparents for a long ass time then I left there bounced back and forth I shit since I was born I bounced between different houses and different family members you know my parents were young my parents were teenagers, and my dad, yes, I'm emphasizing my dad here, because my dad did everything in his power, got the jobs that he needed to work, did what he needed to do to take care of me, and then later on, when my sister came to be born, did everything to take care of her, too. The other parental egg donor lady, mother, whatever the fuck you want to refer her to, could have gave two shits. And so, I'm, wow, yeah, so... Let's not get too deep over there. We're we're losing we're losing everything here. Gonna light another cigarette. Show you who's that clicky to click as a lighter. But being raised, see, the, my point being is, growing up, living with my grandfather, he worked his ass off. And his father before him, and his father, and his mother, and you know, I came from people that did what they were supposed to do and did it, got it done, and got it done well. And I mean, shit, my grandfather went out of retirement in order to put me through Catholic high school because he felt that would be the safest place for me. And it was. I mean, once I went to the Catholic high school, I wasn't getting beaten up every week, so that was a plus. But he did not have to do that. It was not his responsibility. But him being my dad's dad, like, they're, you know, obviously, just, it's, it's family. And we look out for each other. So. <sighs> so I was raised around good, hard work ethic. Uh, didn't really show that much, like I said, when I was a teen. Kind of, like, slacked off a bit, did a lot of shit I shouldn't have done. 
Uh, in fact, my first uh, secretarial job, I got to pay off a little bit of a fine after I was caught shoplifting. I was a rebellious young lady. And, uh, but see, I'm not that person anymore. And you wouldn't, people that just meet me, that just see the person I am now in 2020 and my hard work ethic, even people that have saw me in 2006, 2007, you wouldn't think, oh, she's a shoplifter, she's this, she's that, you know. Because we all go through periods where we do things that are wrong. Knowingly and unknowingly. And we grow up and we keep moving forward. So. <sighs> rambling Carol. God. Ramble, ramble, ramble. Um, so. Uh, awkward silence. Well, I try not to on this. So anyway. So the job I have now. That's where I was going to Ha ha. I found my train of thought. There it is. It's beautiful. The job I have now, when this whole corona thing was coming into play, when this whole shutdown was getting talked about, it wasn't in effect yet, but it was getting talked about. And look, the place I work at, like I said, awesome place, but we're a small firm. You know, we're not on every bus stop and every bus going by. We're a small firm. We're a hardworking firm. And Obviously, being out of work for two, three, four weeks is going to impact us all. And I'm not just talking about me and, you know, the other support staff. I'm talking about the attorneys, too. Like, this is a scary time for everyone. And I do mean everyone from the top dog to the lowest of the low. And I feel in any job, honestly, you know, uh, that... When I come into a job, when I'm the newbie, I'm the newest person at this firm. So, you know, I feel like I'm low, low man on the totem pole. In today's usage of that phrase, because I know, technically speaking, Native Americans, the lowest man on the totem pole was the most respected. So I'm talking about the way that we, the people, phrase it today is supposed to be that the top on the totem pole is the most important and the one on the bottom is the least important. But see, my job doesn't act like that. They don't act like anyone is not important. Which is one of the great things about working where I work. We're all respected. And so I, I, I wanted to keep working. Not just for the paycheck. Because like I said at the end of the day, the clients depend on us too. And I guess if you look at it, that's how I'm going in the house now. That's how it kind of ties into this because <clears throat> in any industry, you know, when I was in the restaurant business, I wasn't just working for my boss. I was working for the customer. In this instance, I just don't work for my boss. I work for the clients. So I feel it's important for me to do my job, whether it's, you know, that short time I was a dishwasher. A lot of frustration happened there because other dishwashers did not seem to care as much as I did. And that frustrated me because I don't understand how you can do any job half-assed. But anyway. So, back to that whole original post that I was talking about. My response was... Yes, I did ask that question. Credit where credit is due. Being angry because pe because people made their way to the top doesn't improve our lives. Working our own way to the top will. Smiley face. A, a lot of these quote-unquote rich assholes worked their way up to their position, earned their position through blood, sweat, and tears. To put down their hard work and to classify them based off of stereotypes of how you think a rich person acts is a dangerous game to play. Not all CEOs are money-hungry assholes. Without the people running the companies, there would be no money to pay the other employees. So that was my stance on that. And like I said, I don't know if I'm going to wind up getting unfriended over that. Uh, who knows? I, you know, I wish I could come up with the proper words and 
everything to make my point more clear because I know that I ramble on and I know that I run in circles sometimes and I get off topic and but I always try and make my way back to the original topic so my point tonight is you can't judge a person based on their position in life whether they be the CEO of a company or a janitor. Now you look around on Facebook and there's this one dude I can't think of his name right now but he does a lot of um a lot of uh, different videos and stuff like that portraying how judging people the lower class and stuff like that uh, uh is bad and how you know it really things aren't always as they seem but it's always it always seems to be lower and middle class that people are getting judged. It's never the big, you know, big guy, big wig, big girl, whatever you want to call it. Because um, we seem to forget that people in positions of power are human beings. People in positions of power weren't always in power. We seem to forget that and we seem to stereotype them into, you know, being assholes, being entitled and it's not fair because not every person in a class of people is the same i've said it once i'll say it a thousand times a blanket is good to keep warm at night and not describe not to describe a group of people uh, you can't paint everyone with the same brush being closed-minded and passing judgments on people based on their position in life based on the color of their skin, based on their nationality, based on their gender, based on anything other than facts, is a dangerous game to play. Uh, <clears throat> um, okay, uh, you see, um, like Cinderella, for instance, okay, uh, her stepmother was evil and treated her like crap and she was a nice and caring and kind person and she did what she could to help her stepsister she did what she could to obey her stepmother and she did what she could and you know at the end of the day she was rewarded with marrying the prince and lived happily ever after and all that horseshit and what I think that's where the story ends you know was the prince's parents, were they nice people? Were they good people? Was the prince a good prince? Was he hardworking? I don't think we ever find out any of that. It's just this fairy tale where, you know, the woman, the poor, sad woman who was victimized her whole entire life, her father died, her stepmother was evil and mean to her, her stepsisters were evil and mean to her, and she was this poor, young, overworked woman who was treated like crap by everyone. And the only person that saw her true value was the prince. Blah, blah, blah. But what about the prince? Was he a good guy? Did he come from a good family? Were they a caring family? Did they treat him right? Did they treat, you know, you don't, none of that's ever a factor in the story. It's just the low class person that was a factor in the story and there's just so much more to tell so much more to know to find out about the questions i have you know questions you may have but we never talk about it we only talk about the victims and stories now look i don't want to take what i'm saying the wrong way and i really hope that i'm coming out clearly and that I'm making sense. Had a lot of beer and a lot of caffeine and a lot of confusion going on. Like I said, I don't even know what freaking day of the week it is. Sorry. I'm very thirsty. <laughs> Ooh. But we can't. We can't. Seeing all the people with money and quote-unquote power as evil assholes is just as bad as 
people in power seeing all the low-class citizens of our wonderful world as thieves, as gold diggers, etc., etc. It'll, it'll never serve us to look at a person as their label instead of seeing the actual person. It will never serve us, and, it, and this world will never get any better if we keep putting down people based on our stereotypes, based upon... It's not important. None of it's important. I mean, if, if we learn anything with this virus, it's that every human being is important. Every job is important. Uh, you know... What would most of us be doing without restaurants that are doing uh, delivery services right now? Because of the few people that decided to go and buy all the groceries out from the store and fuck it up for the rest of us, we have to order $30, $40 in food off of Grubhub and whatnot just to eat a meal or two that day. What would we do without those people? And it's, you know, people are like, oh, see, these are the people you don't want to pay $15 an hour to. And I know that there are some people out there that feel that way. But the majority of us, and in my opinion, any, you know, at least for me, we're just going to go there, at least for me, I don't think paying restaurant workers $15 an hour is too much. I hope I said that right. And I, but I also think that it depends on the situation. Because, to be quite honest, if you had a person like me behind the counter doing the work in the kitchen, fucking A, I deserved $15 an hour. But you had the little shit that I was working with at the one restaurant who fucking, he would fall asleep on the fucking table because he was so high he couldn't fucking see straight. That little shit don't deserve $15 an hour. That little shit didn't deserve $8 an hour. I'll be honest with you. And that's why you can't just see a job title and decide that that job title deserves X. No. It has to be based upon the individual in each and every situation. Well, it's not fair. Yes, it is. If you have, I'm trying to think of a good uh, analogy here. Hmm. All right, you have two salespeople in a in a in a clothing store, and one person greets the customer and shows the customer what they're looking for, and helps the customer pick out certain items, takes the customer back to the cash register, rings them up, shows them the different discounts they can get, and things of that nature, okay? And then at the end of the night, after the customers have all gone, sits there and sweeps the floor, puts the clothes back in the proper place, organizes the merchandise, and gets the shop all nice and clean for the next day, and shuts everything down and locks up and goes home. That person deserves more than eight dollars an hour that person deserves a living wage not saying that okay, everyone deserves a living rate yeah living wage okay but that particular person deserves a little more why because they put the effort they put the work they made the customer feel good you know welcome accepted whatever what have you then you have the other fucking cashier that Shows up 20 minutes late, smelling like cigarettes, and I'm a smoker, so don't take fucking offense to that, okay? Fuck off. This is part of the story, okay? I'm just... Okay, that person comes in 20 minutes late, smelling like cigarettes, clothes wrinkled, could care, give a shit about the customers, chewing her gum, fucking stereotypical lazy fuck, okay? Because that's what everyone can relate to as stereotypes, alright? That person, uh, you know, not... Doesn't care. You know, greets the customer. Yeah, alright, what do you got? You know, kind of rude, kind of curt, whatever. And then that person decides, ah, we're slow. Leaves 20 minutes early. 
doesn't sweep, doesn't clear out a register, doesn't count out a register, doesn't do what she's supposed to do, Le gets there late, leaves early, takes breaks all throughout the day, leaving the other person working her ass off. Does that person deserve $15, $16 an hour? Fucking no. No. Excuse me. Ooh, that was a big one. Sorry. I didn't realize there were microphones right there. My bad. That kind of probably sounded gross. But anyway, I'm a fucking human. Human burp. Suck my dick. Anyway. So, what's my point here? My point here is we are all individuals. We have individual personalities. We have individual ways that we were raised. We have different ideals. We have different hopes, different dreams, different work ethics. Uh, uh, we have, you know, different ways of looking at things. Um, even in a secretarial position, you have the one person that will sit there and come in early and stay late and come in on the weekends and, you know, because she feels that not enough is getting done during the week. He or she, I should say. I apologize. Um, he or she, you know, comes in on the weekends and does extra, not because they want more money, not because they want more recognition, but because they feel it is their duty to the people that they work for. And like I said, not just the person that signs the paycheck, but for the people that they work for, whether it's clients or customers or, you know, whatever, what have you. And those are the types of people that deserve to get a raise and whatnot, but half the time they won't even ask for it because they just, it's in their nature. So, that's why I get upset. And that's today because I don't like passing judgment on people. It It's not fair. It's not fair to look at a person who has money and say, well, you're nothing. What do you do? That's not the right question. The right question is, what did they do to get there? How did they get there? And a lot of times you're going to find out that they worked their fucking ass off for years to get to where they are. And they are not recognized for that. They are just sneered at. And it, is it out of jealousy? Is it out of misunderstanding? Is it out of bullshit propaganda? Is it because of the TV and the movies that portray rich people as snooty little fucktards? I don't know. But I do know that it's not fair. When this whole corona thing started, I was worried about my job. Not just for my own sake, but for my boss's sake. And I, you know, I was getting flustered because I wanted to get as much done as possible before the shutdown happened. And one of the people I worked work with slash four, because like I said, I always feel like I'm the person working for everybody else, even when, with people on the same level as me, if they've been there longer than me, then it's just in my nature to feel like I work for them too, <coughs> anyway, and they were like, you know, two-week vacation, woo, and I'm like, bruh, you know, like, well, you know, we need to get this shit done, because God forbid, we're, you know, we don't want the business to shut down, then we're going to be out of jobs two, three weeks from now. Ah, it don't matter, we'll just collect unemployment. Ah, no, 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 we need to, you know, keep things up and running. Ah, it's fine, don't worry about it. You're, you're worrying about things that are above your pay grade. You don't get paid to worry about that. I don't like that. I don't like when people tell me things like that, because it's bullshit. And it just shows me the people are in it for the cash and not the actual work. And no, it's not my place to judge them on that. No, it's not my place to look down on them for that. But I kind of do. I'll admit it. Because, yes, I want my bosses to have the best company that they could possibly have. And I want them because, A, I'm selfish. I want job security. B. I want us all to have job security for a long time to come. I don't want us, you know, all scrambling in five years, five weeks with this whole corona thing. Who the fuck knows? I, and like I said before, I want the clients to feel.
protected. I want the clients to know that we're doing everything we can for them. And that's above my pay grade. I don't think accountability, responsibility, concern, and caring are above anyone's pay grade. I think we should all feel that way about our jobs. I don't know. That's just how I was raised. That's just how I've been my whole entire life. From dishwasher to secretary. I, at any job. Uh, my fiance, the wonderful Terry Wilkerson. He said to me numerous times how proud he was of me. And is of me. Because every job I've walked into. No matter if I knew what the fuck I was doing from day one or not. I put in my all. And I always put in my all to the final moment. Whether that's, you know, and I've never been fired. I've been laid off. And I've quit a bunch of times. Um, especially in the restaurant industry. I think, if I think about it, I yeah, I'm pretty sure I quit every single restaurant that I've ever been at. Um, because I got tired. I wore myself down after, you know, whether it was months or a year or whatever. It, it, I always... I worked until I got to that breaking point where it was just like, fuck you. You don't appreciate me. You don't respect me. And apparently I haven't respected myself enough to demand respect. So this isn't a place for me. I mean, shit, Terry went through this recently. Um, and it sucks because when you when you find a place that you want to work, you're going into it with expectations. And, for instance, okay, a while ago, a few months ago, more than a few months ago, I applied at this pizza place. I don't even remember the fucking name of it. I applied at this place because it said that they were hiring, starting at $8 an hour, full-time position, uh, dishwasher. Okay. Well, I know what I'm doing there. I, I, honestly, the last... You know, every dishwasher place, in my opinion, that I've worked at, I was the best dishwasher they had because I did my fucking job to the best of my ability no matter what. And I went above and beyond in every single situation. Maybe I'm toot my own horn. What the fuck ever. I deserve it. I was awesome. Um, so I go into this place and, you know, I sit and I took the time to get there via public transportation. Got there 45 minutes early because that's who I am. And as Terry has said, you know, quite a number of times, really is on time, one time is late, and I believe that, and I've always believed that, but anyway. So I get to the place, I sit down with the guy, we're talking, we're talking, and he says, well, actually, you're not going to be just a dishwasher, you're going to be a counter person, you're going to be the person that answers the calls, you're going to be the person that takes the orders from the customers, you're going to be the person that prepares the food for the customers, and you're going to be the dishwasher, and you're going to sweep the front and the back, and you're going to clean this, and you're going to clean that. Oh, and... And also, you're going to be, <sighs> lost my train of thought, it derailed, uh, I was interrupted there briefly, um, and you're also going to be cleaning the front and back, you're going to be cleaning the bathrooms, and, oh, uh, did we not mention, we're starting at, you know, 7.35, I think, it was, all I know is below, no, I'm lying. In the beginning of this, I think I said I wanted... It was like... It said $9 an hour. So that's why I was like really excited for this job. And then they told me it was like seven fifteen an hour. And I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Am I crazy? And I went home and I looked at the Facebook post. So I went back to the guy and I said, look. I said, your Facebook post says you're hiring for $9 an hour. Now you're wanting to hire me for like five different positions. And only wanting to pay me just above minimum wage. Oh, well, that must be a mistake. You can't... Now, the, in that scenario, boss man was a douche. He was an asshole. He was looking to hire one person to do the job of five, and that's not fair. And thank God I found something else, obviously. But in that situation, that guy was an asshole. Now you look at my boss. Now, you may think... Oh, well, he's an attorney. And then come up with 50,000, you know, attorney jokes and all that other horseshit. But there are good 
attorneys out there. There are amazing attorneys out there, and I am just lucky enough to work for some really nice, genuine, kind, intelligent. No, they don't listen to my podcast, and no, I'm not going to get like a raise for like talking good about them. But there are douchebag attorneys out there. There are fucking attorneys that there's. There was this one that would call in all the time, and every time I heard his stupid little fucking voice, I wanted to throw punch him because he's an inconsiderate douchebag, and he's the type of attorney that gives attorneys a bad name. <sighs> Off topic here. But that's the thing about stereotypes. You cannot... They're not reliable. Because every single individual person is different. So that's why, I mean, you might think to yourself, why is this bitch, you know, taking up for the CEOs? For the rich guys. I take up for anyone I feel are being slighted based upon a non-reality. And stereotypes are a non-reality. It's bullshit propaganda that we feed into because we need someone to dislike. We need someone to put down to feel better about ourselves. And I don't think that's a good way of living. And yes, that's my opinion. That is my opinion, and that's how I choose to live my life. You don't have to live that way. And that's not the point of these podcasts. I'm not trying to brainwash you or, you know, pull you into my way of thinking. I would love to get feedback from people, and I've been, like, begging you. Like, tell me your side. Tell me your opinion, please. Because I like to see how other people think. I like to see how other people deal with situations. Prove me wrong. Show me that I'm wrong so I can learn and evolve but for right now this is how I think and not all rich people are assholes and not all poor people are Mother Teresa types and even still there is no perfect person there isn't I'm not perfect I've done a lot of fucked up things in my life I've drinking I've done drugs and nothing too hard okay honestly let's you know I don't know. I smoke pot. I used to smoke pot. God, it's been many, many months since I've had a joint. God, I wish I could have one now, especially fucking being stuck in this fucking house 24-7 for over two weeks. It's driving me a little bit crazy. <sighs> but you can't. Back, yeah, back when I was younger, kind of old. You know, don't judge a book by its cover. Absolutely true. Just because a person has a little money in their bank account doesn't mean they're a snobby dick. And just because they don't have money in their bank account doesn't mean they're this kind, giving, wonderful, amazing, perfect person. Because you know something? I don't got a lot in my bank account, and I'm one of the biggest assholes you'll meet. Um, I'm not afraid anymore to say you're being a dick. You know, I'm not afraid to say that I'm a dick sometimes. There are times where I know Terry and my dad probably would prefer to throat punch me because I get in those cunty, cunty moods because I'm not a perfect person. So, we're going to call it a night. I hope you enjoyed the ramblings of Bionic Carol. Remember, as the clock ticks, so do I.